Welcome back to Five Things. And this week, we're going to talk about a topic we've had before, Visual Studio Code. And I have the great, wonderful Amanda. On. How you doing? John. Thanks. <laughs> I'm good. So thing number one, language support in Visual Studio Code has changed and evolved. Yeah. What can you tell us? Well, I mean, basically the language support in Visual Studio Code is based on a couple of different protocols. So it's got the TextMate uh, bundles that, that it can support any languages. It can also support uh, something called the Language Server Protocol. But the result is there are scores of languages that Visual Studio Code supports, both supported by Microsoft as well as by the community. And actually it's one of the most popular editors for a whole bunch of different programming languages. Like for example, everybody knows that Visual Studio Code is a favorite amongst JavaScript developers, oh, yeah. but it's also one of the favorite editors for Go and Rust developers as well. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Thing number two. There's Python support, but something special with AI? Yeah, well, I mean, so there are a whole bunch of different popular Python libraries for doing AI and machine learning. And one of the most popular ones is called PyTorch. And actually, VS Code has built-in support for PyTorch automatically as part of VS Code. And so what's really cool about that is that if you want to understand the variables that you're using in PyTorch, you can see the name of them, the weight of them, the bias, and, and the D-type. So we can carry the torch for Python developers. Uh, sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thing number three, there's a pretty good team behind Visual Studio Code, isn't there? Yeah, it's actually a pretty fantastic team. About half of the team is actually based in Redmond, and half of the team is based in Zurich, uh, which is where Eric Gamma is. Eric Gamma is kind of the primary architect on Visual Studio Code, mm -hmm. and he you, you might know his name. He was actually oh, yeah. one, of, <laughs> one of the original authors, the four authors of the uh, elements of uh, reusable patterns for object-oriented software, uh, but it's commonly known as the Gang of Four Gang book. Gang of Four book, yeah. Yep. it came out in like 1994. So when I was getting my CS degree, we all talked about this Gang of Four book, and now I get to work with him. So that's great, because pretty much every pattern I've ever done came out of that book. That's yeah. really awesome. Actually, like a lot of the refactoring patterns that, that people do now or that Visual Studio supports also comes out of this Gang of Four book. So we went from writing a book about patterns to creating one of the most popular editors in the world. That's right, yeah. Thing number four, pair programming. I like to do it a lot. What can VS Code do for us? Well, one of the things that I'm really excited about that we've been working on is something called Visual Studio Live Share. And what that lets you do is actually share the context of the session that you're working on mm -hmm. with somebody else. So let's say you have a bug on your machine that you can't figure out what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can basically create a new share uh, and basically with the Visual Studio Live Share extension for VS Code, um, you can install that and you could just click share and that'll give you either a URL to share with somebody via an IM or chat context, mm -hmm. or that can sen actually send a notification. And if you want to reach out to me, then you send it to me and I can actually join your session. So, you know, even if I'm on I'm on Windows, let's say, and I only have Visual Studio installed, and you're in VS Code in Linux, yep. um, you could actually invite me to your session. And let's say you're programming, you know, your favorite programming language, mm -hmm. JavaScript, um, and I don't have the Node SDK installed on my on my machine. I can actually connect to your workspace in your session, and so with that, 
There are various different degrees of control that you can give the guest. Yeah, what um, if I don't want you to edit my code? Yeah, so you could make it read-only. That's awesome. one thing. Um, but you could also give me edit permissions if you wanted mm -hmm. to do that. And then further, if you want, you could actually give me complete control over the debugger um, and even terminal access. That's nice. So yeah, that actually really comes in handy, especially when you're setting up a developer environment and you're worried that the issue is, um, is an environment variable or some kind of path setting. Great, so I basically heard you're telling everybody that you are available to edit and do all their code work now. I wish. Yeah? <laughs> Thing number five, I really like VS Code, and once I get to do that, I use multiple machines. How yeah. can VS Code like come everywhere with me? Well, one of the things that's really cool is you can actually list out all the extensions with a simple command line, and you can basically store that to a script, and so you could bring that script with you to basically reinstall all of the extensions that you've come to love on every new machine you want to set up. You can share that with your team and sure, as well? yeah, and that makes Great. it super easy. Like, let's say you're, you're, you know, you're at home and you want to all of a sudden install code on a new machine that hasn't had it previously. You can basically do that and get all the extensions that you're used and to. And that command is right here. Here. Somewhere on the screen right now, right? And that's it for this episode of Five Things. Thank you so much, Amanda, for coming on. Thanks for having me, John. Woo! Woo! <laughs> <laughs>